the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. Look in the eyes to see. Look in me straight to leave. You give me all I need. So give me courage to believe. Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You were in the neighborhoods we lived in. You were in the ones we're passing by. You were in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still escape our eyes. Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks, Dave, and welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today with a very special guest, mm-hmm. uh, just a wonderful woman, um, leader, mother, um, just a laundry list of, of things I could say about the the ways in which she touches people's lives. But before I uh, introduce her formally, I want to welcome my partner in justice. Hello, everybody. Benita Hopkins. Hi. Glad to be here. Yeah. Um, and so I was told, I'm told that we have a similar voice, but you have a little bit of like a little bass in your voice. Oh, my goodness. So, I, 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 so when you hear that bass, then we know it's ba-ba-ba-ba-nita. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't say Southern Twang. I thought that's where you were the going. Southern but... Twang. No. No. <laughs> we worked that one out of you. At least while you're around us. So, <laughs> you know, it comes back. But um, speaking of also that, because when, when this woman preaches... Mm. There's some mm-hmm. bass going mm-hmm. on, right? And so, in the heavens and in earth. That's right. Yes. And so, I, without further ado, I want to introduce Pastor Rhonda Hastings. Welcome, Rhonda. How are you doing? I am doing well today. How are you? I'm great. Yay. Thank you. J- just a little bit about your background. Um, so first and foremost, she's married. Um, uh, Bill. Hi, Bill. Hey, Bill. Um, 39 years and has two sons, ages 24 and 26, and a grandchild, two grandchildren, right? No, one. Oh, one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just really um, blessed with her family and, um, and, and doing some amazing work as the um, ministry leader. Leader, women's ministry leader over at Faith Fellowship Church. She has a BA from Patton College, um, uh, and it's a, a and an MA um, in Biblical Studies uh, from Graduate the- Theological Union, and an honorary DD from Southern California School of Ministries. 
uh, and she received her, um, she was ordained through the Interstate Association of the Church of God in 1995. So she's been doing this for a long time. And as I mentioned, Director of Women's Ministry at Faith Fellowship's Church in San Leandro. Um, and she does a variety of, of, of um, things, you know, Bible studies and retreats and special events for the women there. Um, and is also an, a huge blessing to Love Never Fails. So she's our yes. Vice President um, and she also uh, on our board and she also does a variety variety of things to support our leaders, uh, leadership development, mm-hmm. um, as well as some administrative accounting things in the background with her business. Um, so we we can't thank you enough for all that you've done. Our annual um, speaker for our advance for, for our, our ladies. Yeah, yeah. Which, we, which I'm hoping and praying we, yep, we'll do we this are. year. Yep. Um, but um, welcome, uh, Rhonda and uh, Pastor Rhonda, and we're just so grateful for you. Thank you. I'm grateful to be a part. Yeah, yeah. So today um, we're going to have a discussion about God's justice, the justice of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we're going to contrast that a little bit with, with what we hear, you know, oftentimes in the world talking about justice, mm-hmm. um, which is more of, a barom- more of a barometer around being fair and around, you know, maybe a legal system. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and it's, it's uh, an important contrast, I think, to make, especially during these times. Times when some very difficult things are happening. Um, I personally have experienced a pretty major trauma this this week with one of my family members being murdered, mm. um, and um, and um, the police were involved. And and you know it it's a very difficult um, time for um, different groups of people. And um, and you know there's a, a certain. I'd say fleshly injustice that raises up in me every now and then that wants to lash out, that wants to get angry. Um, and then I'm reminded, oh, but God, mm-hmm. oh, but Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I pull back my posts on Facebook and I pull back my commentary and I just sit quietly with my God and take my heart and my pains to him. And so I thought it would be really helpful because you um, are just so amazing at pulling apart words and pulling apart the word and words, Mm -hmm. just, you know, language Mm -hmm. um, to talk about this contrast as we talk about justice. Um, But before we do that, I'd love to hear from you, Pastor Rhonda. How did you get started in um, this fight for freedom? Mm. You know, I think for me... um as I grew in my faith and as I drew closer to God, I began to develop this hunger to reach out to people that were marginalized, people who might never, ever walk into a church building, but who yet desperately needed to be touched by the love and grace and mercy of God. And so I found the Lord... Um, kind of laying on my heart a desire to move beyond my my um, comfort zone, so to speak, and to begin stepping into new places. And I, I actually um, began by starting a street ministry and reaching out to the homeless and day laborers and, and people who suffer so very much because of um, their inability and their powerlessness to reach beyond where they are. Um, so I think it was really largely the compassion of God that was just moving me mm. to step out. And so you started with this ministry um, reaching out, and um, I think I know which one you're referring to, and, mm-hmm. and, and feeding 
um, groups of people that needed food and mm-hmm. giving gifts to people that needed gifts and mm-hmm. didn't have them, let's say, on Christmas. And, mm-hmm. and um, I remember in those days, this was before Love Never Fails even, when you a couple of times you invited me to come and dance and mm-hmm. speak at um at um events that you were holding in yeah. in uh homes women's mm-hmm. homes mm-hmm. Uh, where the women and children were there mm-hmm. little did i know we would be running our own women's home uh for women and children you know years later isn't and, that amazing uh, it is <laughs> i think about that often mm-hmm. uh, you know mm-hmm. i remember there in oakland mm-hmm. dancing over the ladies and their children mm-hmm. not knowing that um that that was birthing mm-hmm. um a place for the next you know so far we've We've um, as of today, we've been able to honor to provide housing for 61 women and 10 children. That's amazing. And uh, many of those women pregnant. Um, mm. And so it's just quite an honor for us to um, to know that God was in the details. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yes. and to know that he has carried us a mighty long way, mm-hmm. despite me, mm-hmm. despite my, you know, inadequacies and. And and whatnot. So and 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 so, just thinking back to that time mm-hmm. that he um, uh, he birthed that in you, mm-hmm. and then you know, and then the th- people that you've touched along the way, uh, you know, is is quite an amazing thing to to ponder. It's interesting that you mentioned that you you said um, of you made mention of the highlight of your week, you know, and and what you're going through with the the murder and all of that, you know. Even in that, for this week, has been planned long ago. Yes, mm-hmm. not knowing that that was going to happen. That's right. You know, and I, I was actually having a conversation with the Lord about it as we were coming. Mm-hmm. I said, "Wow, Lord, you're trying to teach me something because mm-hmm. you had me sit down and do a study uh, about this topic." Mm-hmm. And really unfold the word, uh, you know, and compare and contrast because mm. you knew I needed to have mm. that right in my mm. hand mm-hmm. when that news hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how many people are experiencing, maybe it's not, you know, a, a, a loss of a family member. Maybe it's being exploited. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's losing a job that, and you're afraid that um, you may, uh, you know, let's say you have come out of a life of exploitation and you've lost a job mm-hmm. or you're falling on hard times and you're contemplating, should I go back? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe you're someone who um, has received different, you know, difficult information and, you know, a, a report of disease mm-hmm. or a report of uh, someone being unfaithful in a marriage. Um, all of these things um, come as quite a blow in our stomach, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, quite a punch, but, uh, the justice of Mm -hmm. God, Mm -hmm. he sees us Mm -hmm. in each of those situations. Mm -hmm. Um, and we may not see the immediate result, right? but we need to know that he's at work in it. And we will see the result. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll come back with pastor Rhonda and thanks for listening to abolition radio. We'll be back with more abolition radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fail. So I'm going to share. Uh, I really want to get into the word today and kind of divide um, some of the the scripture and then talk about, you know, feather in some of the real world experiences that we're having. And how do I how do I mash those things together? Right. So I was looking at Proverbs twenty one fifteen, and it says when justice is done. 
It brings joy to the righteous, but terror to the evildoers. And, you know, the when you're studying the Bible, it's really important that you don't just look at one scripture and just run with it, right? <laughs> you got to kind of make sure that you are uh, dividing the word. You're looking at many different scriptures and, and, and um, really trying to get after the heart of God. And so as I was going through, I said, okay, God, that's one perspective. You know, you're going to you're going to take care of this situation at some point, you know, there's, there's going to be a justice that's performed. So that speaks to some kind of fairness. Right. And then I looked at Job twelve twenty two, and it says he reveals the deep things of darkness and brings utter darkness into the light. And so that's in my mind, he, he's saying, you know, part of my system of justice is that I reveal things. I shine my light on things. I make sure people are aware that something is not right here. But then he says in Hosea, Hosea 12, 6. And for those of you who know that, um, that story, I mean, it's, you know, uh, it's really like how many times, God, are we going to keep going after somebody who's running away and running away and running away? Right. But he says, but he says, you must return to your God, maintain love and justice and wait for God uh, for your God always. So, he, you know, maintain love and justice and wait for God. And so he's speaking about, um, you know, waiting on him in his due time. There's another scripture that says um, in Hebrews 1030, it is his to avenge. Hmm. So there's these these parameters, if you will, around justice that are saying to me, yes, I'm a fair God. Yes, I'm a God my light on things and reveals the darkness. Yes, I'm a God that um, will take avenge, but in my timing. Mm. And I'm to, you are to wait and you are to do it with love and with justice. And so um, what is it? I know that you picked out a scripture that really was speaking to you, Pastor Rhonda, in this regard. Uh, what are you, what do you want the listening audience to know about justice, God's justice? You know, for me, one of the things um, that I think is really important for us to stand, understand, especially in light of the current world that we're living in, is that God's justice flows out of his heart. You know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's reflective of his character as a whole. So it, it's a justice that's shaped also by his great love and mercy and his kindness and his his utter righteousness. So the whole notion of justice and biblical justice is that God's desire is to take what has been broken, what has been damaged, and restore it to wholeness again. Yes. And he works in that in a whole variety of ways. So there are three different words in Hebrew that are translated as justice in various scriptures. And the scriptures that you just raised, the word that is being translated as justice is mishpat, the Hebrew Mm -hmm. word mishpat. And it means, um, it's talking about um, a justice that has a rectifying dimension to it, where it steps into some a situation where something has been done that is wrong, and, and it must be rectified. It must Something has to take place to correct the situation. Um, and I love the verses that you're using that talk about, 
Yes, God is a just God, and he will rectify that situation. But he wants to take the burden off of us. We don't have to be bitter or resentful or angry or, you know, um, just striving to bring about some sort of righteous resolution in our own power. But God invites us to just trust him and to place it in his hands and that he will be faithful Mm. to work things through so that the situation comes out right. Amen. And what I hear in all of this is if we are to be like Christ Mm -hmm. and, and walk like him, then we are to do it the same way mm-hmm. in love mm-hmm. with patience yep in mm-hmm. kindness and yes. all of that mm-hmm. yeah and 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 one of the scriptures that comes up for me straight away is Luke 23:34 i mean there is the ultimate model of uh doing things as god with mm-hmm. his heart mm-hmm. this is a man that is enduring the greatest injustice his life is being taken for no reason at mm-hmm, all. Mm-hmm. And yet he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. 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 He intercedes on behalf of the of the perpetrator. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's what's funny to me is um, I, I remember coming in contact with I think it was Nola Brantley and a couple other people in law enforcement. And they said, you guys are kind of strange because (laughs) you guys are not as angry Mm -hmm. as many people in this fight against human trafficking Mm -hmm. you can't you like have this heart for these exploited the exploiters and Mm -hmm. you know and the buyers what's that Mm -hmm. all about Mm -hmm. and um and you know of i mean she she knows it because we you know she definitely has a similar heart and in wanting people to be restored and understanding mm-hmm. the dynamics mm-hmm. of, um, you know, of exploitation. It's not just, a, you know, the horrible people who are doing it and the people that are victims. Right. There's so mm-hmm. many layers of victimization, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but it's that heart of Christ that yeah. makes us soft and gentle towards people that are perpetrating mm-hmm. horrible crimes. Mm-hmm. And, and also gives you... A, um, I don't know, a fresh perspective on um, how someone could actually do that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. And it makes you want to help perpetrators as well. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and share that because there is something wrong there. Yes. You know, and we need to, you know, to come to really fight the whole crime. Right. We need to look at both sides. Of yeah. the issue. Yeah. And and reach and lend a hand on both sides. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, if I could share an experience from um, my husband and I did prison ministry for many, many years. And, um, you know, I found um, initially when I went into the prisons, we were we were ministering in a men's prison. And mm. and we had the knowledge that some of those men had really done some very, very horrible and heinous things. But when we would get up to minister to them, what we experienced was such so much love and so much compassion. Mm. Um, and we knew it wasn't our own. We knew mm-hmm. it was the love of God that were, was reaching out to these men 
who were in such a difficult circumstance and they were so um, broken and damaged and shame-filled and guilt-ridden and God's heart toward them was total restoration, Mm -hmm. to heal, to renew, and to make alive again. And, And that, for me, that is reflective of his heart of justice. Yes. You know, and I think about this just pulling apart, Father, forgive them for they know not what Mm -hmm. they do. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a moment. Mm -hmm. They know Mm -hmm. not what they do. Mm -hmm. If if God is saying that about Mm -hmm. these perpetrators that are getting ready to take Mm -hmm. his life, um, doesn't that provide us some insight about the mindset of the person that is perpetrating the crime. Mm-hmm. They know not what they do. Like yeah. if they really understood the love of the father mm. and his plans for their life, would they be perpetrating this? Mm. Would they do this? Mm. Mm-hmm. So we'll come right back. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today with Pastor Rhonda Hastings, and we are talking about God's justice versus the world's justice and um, and really pulling it apart from a scriptural standpoint. And uh, Pastor Rhonda, you had a scripture that you wanted to share. Mm, the the passage that really stands out for me when I think about God's heart towards injustice is found in Isaiah 58, starting in verse 6. And I'm reading from the New International Version. It, it's, he's, the Lord speaks here, and he says, it's not this, the kind of fasting I have chosen. And he's basically talking about the kind of worship he desires. Um, this is what he desires, is to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. It's to share your food with the hungry and Mm. to provide the poor wanderer with shelter. When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. So here the Lord, it's speaking about God's heart is a heart of restoration, a heart of renewing and healing and making whole all that has been damaged and and reaching out to those who have experienced injustice and to release them from the chains that bind them. You know, that that whole notion that injustice, uh, when we experience it, it imprisons us, it binds us up, it constrains us, and it prevents us from receiving all that God wants to pour into our lives. And he's saying, for those, my people, what I'm calling you to do is to love me by loving others mm-hmm. and loving those who are powerless and helpless and who need someone who will be a voice for them. And I just find this passage really profound for me. Yeah. So, so thinking about, um, you know, setting the, setting the oppressed free, mm-hmm. let's just take that mm-hmm. and break that down. So in the world... Um, you know, we know that uh, there are groups of people, well, uh, you know, there are people that are actually enslaved physically, mm-hmm. right? Um, 20 million slaves in the in the world uh, right now, estimated, right? And um, 100,000 um, human trafficking slaves 
uh, in the U.S. Um, we know that uh, there are other t- forms of slavery. Mm-hmm. There are there's psychological enslavement, mm-hmm. you know, and I think about people who have been indoctrinated to uh, find their value in brand, you know, clothing, mm-hmm. you know, in what car are you driving, mm-hmm. in, you know, whether mm-hmm. you have a gold chain on your neck, that's indoctrinated slavery in their minds. They believe that that's where their value comes from and they don't mm-hmm. know how to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, whether it's physical or it's mental, psychological, there's this enslavement. And and so when we, you know, if I come to you and I, um, you know, I'm, I'm fighting because there are not enough jobs for you to have an opportunity mm-hmm. to to work. Mm-hmm. That's that's fighting for justice, yes. for equality. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that that is what God is talking about when he says set the oppressed free? I think that might be part of it, but I think it goes beyond it because that Hebrew word for oppressed is talking about someone who has been crushed, who has been beaten, who's been terribly damaged by circumstances or systems. So, yes, God's justice, there's an element and a dimension of equality, and he calls us to be voices for those who cannot speak for themselves. You know, for those, for the poor, for the downtrodden, for widows, for orphans, the Lord is constantly throughout Mm -hmm. Scripture calling us to rise up and be a voice to speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. And so there's that dimension in the oppressed, but it also refers to people who have been seriously wounded, who, who have been so broken and so damaged by that their their life situations by uh, societal systems, whatever the case may be, and he calls us to stand up and to intervene and to minister to them, to bring them to a place of wholeness. And well, you know, for me, you know, the the opportunity that God, the Lord, provides us in providing us this outline mm-hmm. um, to basically. Uh, perform justice to basically be a part of his plan is is tremendous. It's mm-hmm. amazing. He's given us an outline. Yes, and it's almost like a strategic plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could literally pop that thing into a uh, you know into yeah. a plan and say, "Here you go. You're the oppressed mm-hmm. setting pre- oppressed free department. Mm-hmm. You're the such and you know, and 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 you're the break every yoke department. You know." <laughs> <laughs> and, right. and just really go ahead and get Isaiah fifty eight six going, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, really, and and in in many ways, when I think about what the Lord has done with Love Never Fails and the way He's unfolded the things that we we're doing, I just I just obeyed. I just said, oh, okay, this is what you want us to do. Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Without realizing the map mapping back mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to the word. Yes. You know, I just stepped out. And then as I become more sort of aware of the word and, and, and more of a, uh, I won't call myself a scholar by any means, but mm-hmm. a, a studier mm-hmm. of the word, mm-hmm. I've learned that what, what we're doing is, is following that outline and it's what a privilege. So it, it really is. Um, can I just lift one other yeah, yeah. portion part up? Uh-huh. Is it that whole notion of breaking the yoke? It, it's actually, it, it, it can be pretty intense. It's, it, 
talk, talking about pulling away or tearing it away or shattering it or tearing it up, snapping it apart, you know. So, so there's this, this, this dimension where we are called to, to you know, have a, you know, a righteous anger towards anything that is oppressing and binding up these people that God loves so dearly and taking up a stand and lifting up a cause and saying we refuse to be content with the situation the way it is and we will get actively involved. Our hands will be involved ripping away those jokes that would damage these people. So, and and, and I think we have to wrap to the next segment, but Mm -hmm. when we come back, I'd like to talk some more about that um, and, um, and how we contrast that that breaking of the yoke mm-hmm. with, you know, other scripture that talks about us, you know, God being long suffering mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and waiting on him to mm-hmm. in, in due time. And so mm-hmm. how do you how do you contrast that? You know, do you just go in and start smashing people down and, you know, in the minute you see it or is there is there something to it um, in, in terms of doing it? when God says, how Mm -hmm. God says. Mm -hmm. And so when we come back, we'll talk some more about that. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We are in the studio today with Pastor Rhonda Hastings. Rhonda is uh, one of our board members. She's our vice president for Love Never Fails, and we're so grateful. She also is the uh, developer of our Mentors for Positive Change curriculum and um, has done a variety of other things, accounting, uh, a support, leadership development, uh, ministering at our retreats. I mean, you name it. Uh, yes. Fed us. Fed us real good. <laughs> fed us really well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've been longing for that all that week. Quiche, yeah. <laughs> that you know, frittata. I'm like, yeah. I, I think I want another frittata today. Yeah, that's, that's what it was, frittata. <laughs> and, you know, it's so funny. I So after, uh, for the listening audience, we had a leadership meeting um, where uh, Pastor Rhonda uh, did a lesson on change management and how to manage through change. And it was quite a blessing. Uh, but she and her husband were just gracious enough to cook us a frittata and it was, and a bunch of other um, bits of food. And, um, and her husband said, do you want to take some of this to go at the end? And I'm all, yeah. And so he put something in my trunk. And so the whole time I was, I drove home. I was like, Ooh, oh, I got some of that in the trunk. Hey. <laughs> and I got home and there was yogurt in the trunk. I was so mad. I was like, Bill, <laughs> me and you are going to be talking. <laughs> so oh, tell Bill, funny. I said, love you. Mean it. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, goodness. But um, thank you for all you do. But so so just kind of coming back into mm-hmm. this topic of mm-hmm. of justice. And we talked about, you know, Isaiah 58, 6. And I think you read through 8, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, 50, uh, 58, 6 through 8. And as we're pulling that apart, help me, you know, what what's your perspective on how we contrast the what God says he's going to do? Right. And what he's against Mm -hmm. with his long suffering and his unfailing love. How do we how do we and maybe that's not a contrast. That is the same thing. But but, you know, the person who's perpetrating a crime Mm -hmm. 
sure would like to enjoy the grace of God mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. when the when it's time to go to the whooping shed, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, how you know, how does that work? So, um, as I understand the justice of God in Scripture, there are two dimensions. One is the rectifying dimension that corrects what was wrong. That you've committed you've committed a crime and now there are consequences for that and i don't see that being removed by the restorative dimension mm-hmm. i i actually see that um god will even use um the correction cons- to the correction for the uh, and the consequences mm-hmm. as part of the restoration process I think part of what you were asking before we went on break was the whole notion of breaking the yoke. When do we know when to take kind of this, you know, aggressive action and break the yoke? And when are we to wait and hold back for the leading of the Lord? And I think actually the the real truth is we need to wait for the leading of the Lord all the way through. Yes. Um, That, yes, we do experience an outrage when we see injustices that are um, performed against other people, like the the women in our programs. We Mm -hmm. feel an outrage about that. And there is a part of us that would like to get involved and let's start breaking some things right now (laughs) as a result of of what we see has happened to these precious ladies. But um, we need to wait for the leading of the Lord. We need His direction, and we need to take the steps that He would have us take in the order He would have them an understanding that his that his program and his agenda is much bigger than this one situation. Yes. And that, and that as we hear him and as we walk out his leading in these situations, he's healing much bigger realms than just this one situation. Did that make any sense? Oh, yes, yeah, that was so good. You know, that was so good because one of the things the Lord has done for me this past year is uh, up until last this past year, uh, love never fails was everything, mm-hmm. everything to me. I mean, I, I was like, this is the reason that um, I, you know, this is my purpose mm-hmm. and so on. And what the, what God revealed to me is um, this is the way mm-hmm. that you're reaching the people mm-hmm. that I've called you to reach. It's mm-hmm. not what you're it's not what, what you, you do, do. Mm-hmm. it's not who you are mm-hmm. what you do is not who you are yes mm-hmm. yeah. it's the method mm-hmm. it's yes. not the thing yes. that i've put on your life the thing is my love mm-hmm. that i've called you to give to mm-hmm. those who i've put in f- before you yes and i might change that up on you mm-hmm. just be aware mm-hmm. i might say today you're going to love on the homeless mm-hmm. and tomorrow it's going to be married couples mm-hmm. and the next day it's going to be the women. Mm-hmm. And I want you to walk in that no matter where, you know, where you, where you move to. And I think, I think that um, what's interesting about that, pulling it back into this <clears throat> topic of, of what you said, you know, with justice mm-hmm. is that it's, it's a character it's a it's a part of the character of of Christ mm-hmm. and we have to we have to walk in in that character yeah. in many different situations and we have to listen and wait on God yeah. to shift us um and sometimes he'll say like you know again it, when i said when when it was everything if i saw someone being exploited on the side of the street 
I was like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Where's it at? Mm-hmm. Let's go. But uh, now it's like, okay, God, because I know you, you might to, at this moment, you might be calling me to deal with a woman mm-hmm. that's not being exploited, that needs my help mm-hmm. at this time more than the exploited person on the mm-hmm. side of the road. You see that shift? Mm-hmm. And so it's listening and being available to him to do mm-hmm. what he says, do when he says, do how he says, do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's how we walk out his justice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's and, that's a new concept. And it's in relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not on a solo island, you know, on mm-hmm. an island solo. Right. right. Mm-hmm. It's in relationship with others and sharing that compassion and that love. Yeah. Wow. That's it. And, you know, it, it, so so this I, I over the evening through the evening, I, I was looking at an article and it was all about burnout mm-hmm. um, and um, how people who are givers mm-hmm. experience burnout. And, um, you know, when you th- when you look through this list that the Lord has provided, I'm like, OK, God, that's a lot of uh-huh. things going on that I got to do. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you've got to I'm, I'm 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 looking at it here again. So he says, um, share your food, hmm. provide to the, the poor wanderer with shelter. When you see the naked, clothe them. Do not turn away from your own flesh and blood. Right. So there's some things you got to do. Mm-hmm. Set the oppressed free. Break every yoke. Mm-hmm. And you're not doing it by yourself, but you're, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the strength of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that that now I'm bringing it to a secular point of view. This article talked about how teachers who sacrifice themselves. Mm-hmm. And I what I would call that is being in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not 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 walking in God's justice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but trying to go and effect justice because mm-hmm. that thing is bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. get after it now, the mm-hmm. way that you know, the way in my own way. Uh-huh. But you know, c- c- bringing it into this parallel scenario where it said some t- a study was done of teachers in a ge- geometry class, and it showed that um, the teachers that responded in a certain way to children, um actually set those children up for failure. Wow. And it mm-hmm. said the one that's scheduled, if a child asked for help, the one that's, uh, that wasn't part of their classroom, the one that scheduled a separate after-school session with that child to better understand their needs uh, actually set that child up for failure. Wow. The other one who invited them to sit in in the in on the next geometry session that they were holding with their own class had better success. Hmm. The uh, and then another one that said, "Tell the child that it's nice that he wants help, but he really needs to focus on his own work to catch up." So giving him some corrective action was the third option, and the fourth was ask telling him to ask his teacher for help. The mm-hmm. second scenario was a way. The second option asking him to sit on on your class mm-hmm. was a way of not overextending himself, mm-hmm. the teacher's you know, ability mm-hmm. while also meeting the need. And I thought, wow, okay. Um, there's, there's some wisdom in that in from a secular standpoint. And how many times is God trying to fine tune us mm-hmm. to affect justice? That's right. And, and so if we just get in the river mm-hmm. that he's outlined and the timing he's outlined, to 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 do things things will go much easier absolutely 
the yokes will be broken. Mm -hmm. Or we can just look like we're affecting justice by doing it all on our own strength. Mm. Absolutely. In our own timing. So it's it's really it's it's uh, it's it's a hard teaching. Mm -hmm. It's a hard teaching. Mm -hmm. If I was back day, the Lord Lord was teaching that. That's what I'd say. Oh, God. It's a hard teaching, Lord. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. well, so yeah, there were several other scriptures that I, you know, I, I wrote down as it relates to this. But um, I don't know if there's any others that, you know, you, anything else that you think the the audience listening audience should hear on this topic. I think it's been really helpful, I think, just to help reset our hearts in this difficult time. Absolutely. I think it just just quickly there are two other um, Hebrew words that are occasionally translated justice. One of the words is also translated righteousness. Um, so there's this real connectedness. There's this flow between righteousness and justice. Yes. They're like hooked at the hip. Mm-hmm. And so performing and working in areas of restorative justice has to do with ushering in the righteousness of God into that situation. Pastor Rhonda, that's so interesting that you mentioned that because mm-hmm. that our last uh, guest, mm-hmm. last week's guest mm-hmm. said the, the exact same thing. Mm. So that's confirmation. Wow. Because it's so true. Mm-hmm. You know, when you translate that word, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That, um, and he used the, the example of the Beatitudes mm-hmm. and um, where you, where there's righteous or righteousness, mm-hmm. you could almost uh, substitute justice. Mm, where In it many exists. cases, yes. Yeah. Mm. And then another word is the word shalom. It's peace. occasionally translated yes. justice, and, and it means peace, but it's talking about wholeness. Mm-hmm. It's talking about God's highest good. Mm. And so when, when God gives us a mission to, to work for justice, He's asking us to bring about his highest good mm-hmm. in the world and in our sphere of influence. Amen. 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 Well, we have just really enjoyed um, digging into this, and uh, we have some events that we're going to be talking about here in the next segment. Um, but uh, we, again, just can't uh, express enough gratitude to you, Pastor Rhonda, for all that you have done. And um, we pray that you and Bill, Bill, bring my frittata. <laughs> we pray that you and Bill are enjoy the rest of your day, and, and thank you again for all that you do. Well, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. God bless. God bless you. Mm, and we'll be right back with another session of Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We are in the studio today with Pastor Rhonda Hastings. We sent her off with our love, and now we're going to dig into some events that are going on in the community. Yes, and there are a plethora of them. Starting off tonight, it's not too late. You can join us at Faith Fellowship Church, 577 Manor Boulevard um, in San Leandro, and go out with us on outreach. If you are new and have never gone before, there is training begins at 7. And if you're an old-timer, please show up for prayer at 8. We'd love to have you. And that is open to any adult 
So please come on out. And on March 31st, we have a couple of events happening. As we have been announcing, Vanessa will be one of the speakers at the Silicon Valley Prayer Breakfast. Um, and that's at the Hyatt Regency at 5101 Great America Parkway in Santa Clara. So come on out. Check out our website. You can click on that link and register for that. Also on that day at the Napa Valley, there is a Napa Valley College Conference um, that will be taking place, and that is Napa Vallejo Highway, 2277 Napa Vallejo Highway at the college there, and it's from 8 to 5, that particular um, conference, and it's about child sex trafficking and how you can make a difference. So join them there. On April 3rd, there is a, a film screening of I Am Jane Doe. It's a powerful documentary about child sex trafficking as well. And that in our own communities and the mothers who are fighting for their daughters in that regard. So that is April 3rd. There will be two showings, one at 930 in the morning and one at 130 in the afternoon. And it's at the California Theater in Pittsburgh, 351 Railroad Avenue in Pittsburgh. And on the 4th, Vanessa will be speaking at the School Climate Symposium, and um, you can go, that is in Santa Clara County, and you can go to the Santa Clara County Office of Education and get that information and sign up to attend that symposium, and I'm sure she would love to see you out there cheering her on in Yay, the audience. Yes. Come on out and hear about Protect. That's what yes. I'll be presenting. Yes, 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 yes. And on April 6th, um, there is an Innocent Voices annual banquet that Vanessa also will be speaking. And that is at Fairview Metropolitan Church in Oakland. And that is 10051 Doolittle Drive in Oakland. And she would be the keynote speaker there. And that's from 6 to 830. And if you're interested in becoming a mentor for positive change, our next mentor class is April 20th. And you contact mentors at loveneverfailsus.com if you're interested in becoming a mentor. We'd love to have you, male and female. We need you. Also, uh, we want to make sure that you know about um, some volunteer opportunities mm. that you have. I believe we have a volunteer orientation. We just had it. Oh, we just had it. Okay. Yes, earlier this week. Okay, so um, there'll be another one coming up in Next April, month. right? Yes. Um, and, and just so you can start to pray about this, um, we are looking for a um, young man that can support um, our program manager for our men's services program, Les Higashi. Yes. yes. Um, so he put a, a request out for that. We're always looking for volunteers in our house. And we are also looking for a house manager uh, for um, our phase one house. So we're looking to hire one house manager and potentially one case manager, um, maybe more in the May timeframe for the case manager, but house manager we need right now. Um, and so if you have a, a desire, if you've got some human trafficking experience and residential experience, please do give us a shout out. Um, uh, you can reach me at Vanessa, V-A-N-E-S-S-A at loveneverfailsus.com. And of course, we um, invite you to pray with us every Sunday evening. Um, we're on, uh, we're actually in the process of switching over to, we're going to start doing our prayer on Zoom mm -hmm. uh, so that we can uh, be more accessible to, and also incorporate a video component into mm -hmm. it. But in the meantime, uh, we'll leave, let you know when that happens. In the meantime, you can dial us at 641-715-3580. 
And the code is 610975. That's at 8 p.m. Pacific, Pacific Standard, Standard Time. Time on Sundays. And I think that's it. Yes, that's a lot right there. That's a lot. Oh, wait, one last thing. March 21st, 10 to 1230. We're doing an event with Wells Fargo. <clears throat> and so if you are a survivor or um, you are a you know someone who is um, or a young person that may be at risk that's looking maybe a 17, 18 year old that's looking into uh, career opportunities. Um, we invite you to give us a call. Um, we are going to be doing a financial literacy class mm-hmm. with Wells Fargo on March the 21st and our Hayward location on Grand Street. Um, but we do need you to give us a call first just to make sure we have enough accommodations for everyone. So do uh, you can either call us or um, you can email us. Um, you can email me and um, my um my uh, email address again is Vanessa at com, or you can um, call us. And I was just bringing up that number 844-249-2698. Don't forget to like our pages, our yes. Love Never Fails uh, Facebook page. Become one of a million. Become one of a million. Yes. $1 a month. Uh, and that's $12 a year. And uh, you can do that on our website, mm-hmm. loveneverfailsus.com forward slash million. Uh, and if you don't like PayPal for some reason, some people don't really want to use PayPal. I don't know right. why, but you can go to Razu and you can donate $12 a year. How about that? Yep. All Got right. it covered. So as we close, we want to make sure that we um, just put on your heart. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm. And as we part, we want to make sure that you know that you, you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. And this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thanks for listening. And thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. Eyes to see Give us strength to lead You give us soul we need So give us courage to believe Three-star general Michael J. Flynn Head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency Knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.